Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, and Ned Reynolds in the studio. It's Tuesday, and we have a national champion, UConn Huskies. Win it really substantially, too, and clearly the better team than San Diego State. 76-59 was not a really pretty game at all. The 76 points that UConn got, very misleading because a lot of that was from the foul line. They were 24 of 27 from the foul line last night. That's a lot of fouls. San Diego State committed 20 of them, and it contributed to really was a slogging match. I don't mean slugging, but a slog through it because the game was disrupted by a lot of fouls. Don't get me wrong. The officiating was the way it should be, just a very physical, tough basketball game. And when you match up with a UConn team the way San Diego State tried to do, well, you're not going to come out successful because they're very big and strong on the front line. And Adama Sanogo, who was the most valuable player, led the scoring with 17 points. Substantial win for the Connecticut Huskies, 76-59. They won almost all their games in the tournament by lopsided scores. They're, they're a good basketball team. And unfortunately, it's over for another year until we get to uh, bust our brackets next year. Uh, but, you know, the cities already know where the next Final Four is going to be. Where's that at? It'll be in Phoenix at uh, the State Farm Stadium where the Arizona Cardinals play. That's what the NFL is looking to do right now. They go to the big, I say NFL. What the NCAA is doing is going to the NFL stadiums because they encompass a lot. For instance, the crowd last night for the national championship game was called 72,000. May not have been quite that many there, but that's how many tickets were sold. And the same will hold true with Phoenix next year when they play at the Arizona Cardinals' uh, home. But that's a big, big deal, the Final Four. And what happens next year, who knows, because nobody knew what would happen this year. The fact that we had San Diego State in the finals is not something anyone could have predicted. I kind of wish they would have pulled it off, though. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, UConn was the better team. So, um, like college football, there's always been an argument that, hey, maybe we can milk this for a little bit more money. Maybe we can make this a little bit longer. And I know it sounds crazy to even consider the idea to adding more teams into the NCAA tournament, but they are thinking about bringing it to 90, aren't they? They are indeed. Actually, 92 is probably what it would be. And that's on the table right now. What it's waiting on is approval by the approval committee or whatever it is the NCAA calls that committee. That'll be coming probably in the month of June. Then the issue goes before the NCAA. What is the NCAA? It's all the member colleges. And in this case, it's the D1 member colleges, and I think it numbers 300 and I think it's 351, something like that. But of course, Missouri State's a D1 team, Missouri, Southeast Missouri, and they all get to vote on this. The vote would probably, I'm guessing, go through. There are some hang-ups to having the tournament expanded like this, but they don't appear to be severe. And if it does, then, and this is a big if, but if it does, then the new, newly revamped tournament would take place in 24-25, 2024, 2025 season. So that's the season after next, if it's going to happen. Last but not least, uh, Kansas City Chiefs just extended their stay at St. Joseph, Missouri, Missouri Western, two more years, which is not surprising. I think it's funny, though, they do these in increments because the the facilities are amazing. Do you ever see them going anywhere other than there? Well, they have in the past. They've gone to River Falls, Wisconsin. They were at Liberty, Missouri for many, many years. That's where we used to go up and cover them and where the local media does now up in St. Joe, which is much more convenient. 
But you never say never because some school somewhere along the line wants a little bit of that revenue of hosting the Chiefs in the fall, and who knows what might happen. But uh, right now, no, it's uh, Missouri Western at St. Joseph, and they have a very, very nice facility up there, very nice indoors. The uh, Chiefs can get away from the intense heat at that time of the year, and it looks like a, a very solid agreement. It is, and again, they, I, it looks like they roll out the red carpet for them, so uh, hopefully that continues because that way we can continue to see training camp. Ned, one of the legends of basketball, Bob Knight, was hospitalized. That's not good news. How's he doing? That was the bad news. The good news is he has since been released. Now, under HIPAA rules, unless the family allows permission, Nobody can say what the problem was other than, quote, acute illness, end quote. But he was in such a short time and then dismissed in a short time. That's got to be considered to be good. But Bob Knight is 82 years old. He is an individual who is so iconic in the basketball world that you pay attention to what his physical condition is. And at the moment, apparently not very good. He lives in Bloomington, Indiana, which is where, of course, he established his great uh, fame as a coach at Indiana University before being dismissed. But the fact of the matter remains, he probably is not in the greatest of health at the moment, so we'll keep him in mind and think the best for Bobby Knight. But like him or not, he certainly was one of the iconic coaches. 902 career victories, fifth all-time. Don't look now, but the Kansas City Royals just got their first regular season win, baby. They did beat the Toronto Blue Jays, who have only the one win on the season. That was the opener with the Cardinals. Since then, they've lost three, and Toronto's a better team than this. But the Royals are, too. And MJ Melendez had a two-run homer. Brady Singer pitched well last night. And the Royals get a 9-5 to win over the Toronto Blue Jays up at Kauffman Stadium, Kansas City. Cardinals not so fortunate. They gave up. A five-run second inning to the Atlanta Braves, who are pretty doggone good. And the Braves won by a score of 8-4. Ronald Acuna, who is a budding, in fact, I'm not even going to call him a budding superstar. He already is a superstar. A big deal in the World Baseball Classic. He was 3-for-4 with three RBIs and a home run. Austin Riley of the Braves hit one that's measured at 473 feet last night. Another home run. It just was all Atlanta after that second inning, and the Braves went at 5-4. So we will have game two, games two, I should say, coming up tonight for both the Cardinals and the Royals against the same opponent. And uh, like you said, I think Atlanta is going to be one of the teams this year. I have a feeling, especially after watching a little bit of that game yesterday, I was like, man, if they can look like this at the end, it's going to be dangerous. Um Springfield Cardinals are going to be opening their season, what, in two days? Thursday. Yep. Thursday evening at Hammonds Field, the Cardinals will play the Wichita Wind Surge, which is the AA farm club of the Minnesota Twins. Cardinals arrived in town yesterday. The players are all here. Some, in fact, there are quite a few, are returnees from last year's roster. And the starting pitcher, Mike McGreevy, a gaucho from UC Santa Barbara, will be the Cardinals starting pitcher on Thursday night. Now, how far he goes remains to be seen. What the conditions will be. It may be on the cool side, according to the forecast, but we'll see what happens. Nonetheless, it'll be baseball, Springfield Cardinals style, and that's what we are looking. It's going to be a fun year. I love it when it's back. So nice to have it in town. Ned, you have a great day, and stay safe. Don't blow away tonight. (laughs)